The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So hello, and to the second talk on these five wholesome states of receptivity, of softness, of these are five areas of inspiration that um, are considered wholesome mental states to develop, to evoke. And, um, and these are the kind of f- focus of states which are self-protecting, meaning that as we cultivate these, they protect us from the opposite. So uh, yesterday that theme was readiness or receptivity, that um, if we try too hard to be ready, strain or something to be receptive, we actually uh, diminish the receptivity, the readiness. The readiness has to have within it a kind of letting go of a certain kind of straining, intense, unwholesome uh, effort. So today the topic is um, the wholesome state that uh, really helpful for this process of the practice and even uh, listening to the Dharma, preparing ourselves for the deepening. Today's wholesome state is um, malleability. Uh, sometimes the word is sometimes is translated as soft. Um, so becoming the 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 beeswax becomes soft enough that it can be made into something, shaped into something. And uh, I love telling the story, so some of you have heard it many times, so I apologize. But the, um, when my son was in kindergarten, once a week they would make little animals with um, beeswax. And the beeswax that they were going to use was up on the shelf, and when they went to get it, it was always very hard, and you couldn't really shape it. And they were instructed to hold it uh, in the palms of both hands, kind of hold the, the, the beeswax between the two hands. And then the teacher would proceed to tell a story. And by the time the story was finished, the beeswax was soft enough for them to, uh, malleable enough to, uh, to make into something beautiful, a little animal. So same with our mind, if we can hold it in the embrace of awareness, of mindfulness, uh, without reacting, without forcing, without doing, but just really stay there, uh, our whole being will begin to relax. The mind will begin to relax. And relaxing the body is a way of softening the mind. So it's very important not to undervalue the relaxed body undervalue relaxation itself. We want to become acutely sensitive in this practice to um, tension, to strain, to uh, any kind of stress involved in how we practice so we can be relaxed and soft. But not so relaxed that we fall asleep or that we are become kind of complacent. There is a kind of wonderful balance between being upright, being alert physically and mentally, and letting that alertness relax, letting that kind of soften, not collapse, but kind of settle deeply, but staying alert. And um, 
So one of the qualities of this kind of wholesome mind is uh, malleability, softness. It's uh, sometimes, often in the Buddha's teachings, it's uh, paired up with uh, a word that means workability. Sometimes translated as wieldness, but uh, the ability to make something with the mind. Um, the word, the words come from the word kamma to make, and um, and so there's a time in meditation practice where the mind is so uh, ready, peaceful. We're so present. We're here, and there's, there's a feeling. Oh, now I can start kind of applying my attention with more freedom, with more ease. It's not a struggle. There's not preoccupation, uh, you know, or the strong tendencies to be caught up in thought. Uh, now I'm really here, and with because I'm here, uh, there's a the mind, the attention, the awareness has a a, a, a wieldiness. It's a, a workability. It can be applied. It can be engaged. Um, there's some kind of way in which the whole mind becomes malleable. And uh, the example I, I like for this malleability is uh, in my early years being a Zen student. Uh, we would sit in a very particular kind of posture, very upright, very, very straight, and um, and uh, very balanced posture, kind of a yogic posture almost. And uh, we, we got up very early in the morning, sometimes like four, four thirty in the morning. We were awake in the monastery, and we went to bed at maybe nine o'clock. So you know, I, people are often tired, and. Um, but uh, uh, there was a custom of teachers to walk around and adjust people's postures during meditation. You know, just in case it wasn't just lined up, if it was leaning or slouching or something. And um, and uh, we would be, you know, the teachers would come from behind. We were sitting, and what they would do is uh, gently put their hands on the back of our shoulder, one shoulder, just to let us know they were there. And then they would proceed with both hands to kind of, usually from the back, the shoulders or the back, to adjust it. And all done silently during meditation. And there was an interesting phenomena that if I was preoccupied in my thoughts during meditation and I felt that hand on my shoulder, I would startle. Um, And it was like a physical startle reflex. But if I was really present, I was not preoccupied in thoughts, uh, then uh, I would still be just as surprised to feel the hand on my shoulder. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't. It would just come out of the blue. But it would touch my shoulder, and immediately my whole body would become softer and uh, receptive. And there would be this kind of softness that there, just like almost like I was already soft and I was just ready to kind of flow and move with the, whatever movement the teacher wanted to put on me. So I learned from that the impact of being preoccupied. That when I'm preoccupied in thought and concerns, that I don't become so fluid, so flexible. I become inflexible, I become fragile, I become startable. And so to learn to, uh, to uh, not be preoccupied uh, is a very important part of this process. It's, and it helps by uh, taking time not to dismiss being preoccupied and caught up in thought, but rather to see it as a valid area to be mindful of. When you do feel yourself really caught up in thoughts and ideas, 
uh, is to uh, start feeling the mind, feeling the body, to feel how it might be tight, how it might be tense, how it might be assertive, or there's pressure in it, or um, stress in it. Uh, all these things that kind of would be not malleable, not soft. It's kind of the, the thing, something is hard. And we get to know that, because if you know it, that's like taking the beeswax off the shelf and holding it in your hand. So take the hardness of the mind and the tension, the pressure, and don't make it a problem, but make it something that you are willing to kind of hold with warmth, with kindness, with receptivity, with the very thing we're trying to develop, this malleability, this workability, this receptivity. See if you can bring that to the places in your mind where you're not that way. See if that will soften it. If it's easy enough to relax it, relax. Um, many people will, meditators will learn to let go of thoughts without learning to relax or soften the underlying pressure to think. And so you can let go of thoughts all you wish and that pressure will just pump out more thoughts. So to take time to soften and begin to appreciate then the softer mind, the receptive mind, the malleable mind, the mind that something surprising happens and it's the mind is not stunned or shocked or, or um, frozen. It's like the mind can just go with whatever's happening. Oh, okay, like that. Um, you know, I think that certain uh, um, activities we do, like maybe sports or playing music or uh, maybe taking a walk in nature, um, being outdoors, uh, within a reason, reasonable way, there's, there's a way in which new things arise and it can be usually folded in and included in this malleable, wieldy, a soft, receptive mind. And it just kind of included as part of the whole. So this uh, cultivating and developing and appreciating a soft mind, a malleable mind, a wieldy mind, a workable mind. Um, and to know that this is there's a, a radical difference between a hard mind and a soft mind, an unreceptive mind and a receptive mind, a... Um, and be inspired by the possibility of a soft mind, a malleable mind, a workable mind, um, attention, awareness, which has that quality, awareness that maybe is like, mine maybe a little bit like um, soft butter. And whatever happens, it's just like a knife going through soft butter, just you no know, pressure is needed. Or maybe as uh, your hand moves through water, uh, the, the water doesn't really offer much resistance and it's just there kind of to softly, there's softness in water to let the hand move through. So in the same way, the awareness in the mind, let that be soft for things to happen and occur, um, being ready for anything, surprised by nothing, um, just kind of available. And, um, and part of the theme for this week is that these are states of inspiration, something that's a beautiful uh, qualities of mind. That um, So is there some way that you can be inspired by these, by the softness, some ways you can cultivate it, some, appreciate it? So uh, I'd like to propose for homework today 
that um, that uh, all of you assume uh, that, in some degree, you can evoke a softer mind than you have at any given moment. You can make it more malleable, softer, more receptive. And take some times through the day to make it so. Don't think it's dramatic, but what it requires is pausing. It requires taking some time to do this. And I know for some of you, taking time to do something like this is very expensive. It uh, really interrupts the efficiency of doing a lot of things and doing the things that you're under pressure to do. But uh, I think uh, it's well worth the investment to take the time, quality time, to just, even if it's just like two minutes, to uh, see if you can kind of soften the mind some and uh, and get a sense and feel of even small movements in that direction. Because in the long run, uh, we, we live our lives much more effectively with this soft, malleable mind that's receptive and it's a more creative mind. And um, so uh, I hope that this is something you can have some feel for and some ability to tap into and this would be a great day to do it. So thank you very much.